Today on Mainly Games, we are going to talk about Luna Capital and a first look at Dune Imperium expansion Rise of Z. And also, we're going to, from the Shelf of Shame, look at Ink and Gold, Deep Sea Adventure, and we're going to talk about the top 10 games to gift, because it's that season. Let's get started. Welcome to Mainly Games. I'm Joey. And I'm Alex. And we're finally back. I know. It's been a little bit. Yes. We did not mean to take that big of a kind of a vacation there. I wouldn't say it was a vacation, Bob. It was not a vacation. (laughs) Is that from what's that? That's office space. There you go. (laughs) What's what's the line, though? It really is supposed to be. We don't really say it's work, Bob. Something like like that. He's like, like, (laughs) you're missing a lot of work. I wouldn't say I'm missing it. That's Bob. it. That's yeah, it. That's yeah, one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Side so note. We, we had family in for Thanksgiving, everything, mm-hmm. and we ended up taking a week or so off. And well, then we should also say how we had to get out uh, where we record this podcast, got new carpet, and that yes. was an event. Yes. FYI. Our studio. My goodness oh, gracious. Our studio has been redone. It <laughs> yes. The game room out. And it's funny when we had them carpet our studio, mm-hmm. they said it'll be extra for moving that pool table. And I'm like, pool table. And I look, and we had our game topper top on our oh, normal table. Yeah. And they just assumed it was a pool table. So yes. we just kind of moved that and said, it's just a table. And they're like, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> so yeah, they put carpet in. So that should help with the echo in the studio uh-huh. here. As we're getting more and more involved in I know, this I know. podcast I know. thing. I think it's going to become a thing. Yep, mm. yep. Now, okay, so we talk okay. about movies. Yep. Let's talk. Now, oh, before we go into movies. Okay. Now, we did, last time I mentioned we were going to go, I was going to go to yep. the Dice Tower retreat. Yeah, how was it? It was great. I know. Now, I'm because, jealous. yeah, it was mm. nice. Now, you actually came up that night, but then mm-hmm. you had to come back for mm-hmm. events and things. But it was one of those last minute things that Tom had messaged me the week before mm-hmm. to see if I could come up for it. So I wasn't able to clear my schedule and stay that long. Yeah. I think I got up there on Saturday and stayed till Sunday night. Y- yes, correct. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was interesting. And mm-hmm. I walk in and I was going to try to check in with either Tom or Sharon and I didn't see anybody. But then I saw, I love their flag system there at Dice yes. Tower Retreat. Yes, you were telling me about it. Yeah. For you that don't uh-huh. know, Dice Tower Retreat is different than any other cons you go to. Yeah. Because it is all just plain games which sounds amazing well when i first thought about it and Mm. i thought this might be boring to be honest i'm like you know what the hustle bustle of gen con Mm -hmm. things like that i thought this will just be there won't be much to do but there was a lot to do mm-hmm. because they have a huge library. That Dead library power. sounds impressive. Oh, it's a, it's insane. Yeah. Everything. And they have a whole flag system where if you you just grab a game, set it down, and put up a green flag, you're looking for players. And if you put up a yellow flag, you're looking for someone to teach that game. Uh-huh. Or sometimes people have green and yellow flags up. Like when I walked in, like I was saying, walked in Sorry. to see to, <laughs> to look for Tom and Sharon. I ended up seeing Camel Up set up mm-hmm. and a green and yellow flag. And I thought these people need to learn Camel Up. And I sat there and I played Camel Up. And it was awesome, right? I, I just love yeah. Camel Up. I know that's so, a great game. So mm. then it went well, and um, I did a show on Saturday night before their thing. Mm-hmm. Before their, I think they gave away. They, they did a very neat thing with games. Oh, with games. Really? Surprise, Imagine surprise. That. But the whole thing was anybody brings a game and then they set it into not really a raffle, but like up against a wall. Like on a table. Right, mm-hmm. right. So if you have like, I guess, 200 people, they bring everybody brings a game and they set them up. 
and you put your badge into a big bag. And they pull out names, and then the first name they pick up gets to go over there and choose a game. So odds are you're going to pretty much just trade your game. Yeah. But you get to do it in a different fashion. And people actually really do well with this because some people will bring really expensive games. It's kind of their way of giving back. You know, we had some really nice games go. I did not do it because I didn't know about it before, but it's a really You're going to do it next idea. time, right? I am yeah. going to do it next time. We might even do it at our convention we're having down here. Mm. Yes, and that is right. We are having one down here February 5th. Yes, 2022. Yes. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. So it's going to be Gamers of the Gulf Coast. We're going to be down here doing that. So anyway... That being said, uh, Dice Tower Retreat was great. It's it w- looked amazing. I probably ended up playing fully playing more games there than I did at Gen Con. When I was mm-hmm. at Gen Con for the week because it's just games. That's you, nice. You don't have the distraction of everything else, right? There's yeah. nothing else going on. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things that happen, but they're more like like short. Yeah. Um. So it's. Like, one thing is, I think it closed at 6. I did make the mistake of trying to play Terraforming Mars at, like, 4.30. And they're all trying to get that ready. But it was fun. And uh, Coliseum, a game that was on my shelf of shame for a while, I saw was there, and somebody had flags up. So I sat there, and I learned Coliseum. Yep. And it was great. Loved it, so I got to play it with you. Oh, yeah. I really want to play that one. It was the first generation, and they kept talking about how the next one's not as nice artwork-wise. And I'm like, oh, I've got that one. But... We're going to oh. see how it plays. So there we go. Okay. And we did that. And we also saw some movies. We did. We did see some movies. And we didn't see some movies. We, we didn't see the new Ghostbusters. No. We've had, we had got tickets like five times and, and we, we had to cancel every time. Kept canceling. So we haven't oh. seen that. So no spoilers. No. And in That Canto, was a good one though. Yes. Yeah. I want to see that one. It looks really mm-hmm. good. We saw Eternals. We did see Eternals. And I usually love Marvel movies, but this one... No, just it just felt long. It just felt it. it, There's a reason it's called the Eternals because (laughs) it it just lasted eternity. eternity. Yes, because it was so slow. That was that was my problem. I feel like the dialogue was slow. The shots, you know, the panning shots that they do were really slow. Like I'm like, okay, you can just show us quickly something. You don't have to pan slowly across this whole thing and to show us this thing. It tried to be just this big epic film mm. instead of a really fun style movie. Yeah. It had some funny parts, but when you throw two or three funny quips into a two yeah. and a half hour movie, I mean, there was one point I was like, man, this is getting so long. I looked yeah. down, I'm like, it's got to be almost over. And it was like 40 minutes in. Yeah. It's like a two-hour movie. Like, we went Ugh. to see it with Juliet, a five-year-old, and she sat on my lap halfway through and told me she wanted to take a nap. Yeah. It she was... didn't take a nap, but she wa- she just kind of dozed, was dozing off. Yeah, I was dozing yeah, off. It was, it was very, very long. It was rough. Yeah. So I'm hoping Marvel hasn't jumped the shark on that one. Me so. too. I'm getting a little worried. Yeah. Now, was... Hawkeye's good. Yeah. The series. It is good. So, not I don't great. know. I felt like today we were watching the new episode that dropped today, and that one was a little slow, too, I felt like. Yeah, I hope they're not trying to do the whole lost method of just taking one storyline mm. and just dragging it out into several seasons. I hope that, too. I'm, I'm a little worried. I w- I'm so hoping it does what... You know, WandaVision, when we first started watching that, we're like, what on earth? This is terrible. And then... Then it made then sense. Then it made sense. You're like, oh, this is... 
genius. Right. I'm hoping Hawkeye has that moment, but so far it hasn't shown me. As long as they bring it home. Yeah. That's as if big. they bring it home, I'll be happy. But and right now I'm like, oh. They have to realize that people will get Marvel fatigue. Yes. Now that you're putting so much Marvel out there. Yes. And to keep that's the exactly it. up is going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. Marvel and Star Wars both had the... I guess the positive effect of a movie only coming out every once in a while, so people yeah. look forward to that. Yeah. Now there's nothing to look forward to because it's a constant trickle. Yeah. So I'll they need. Stuff. I mean, obviously the new Spider-Man movie is going to be incredible, or better be, or that that's the death nail if it's not great. But yeah, it, I, know. I think it's going to be great. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm a little concerned. You're right. Marvel fatigue is starting to set in a little bit. I'm getting less and less excited about. Marvel. I am too. But Spider-Man will be good. I can't wait to see that. I want to see the new Enchanto too. Encanto. Encanto. I always say Enchanto. Yeah, and that's out. Encanto. <laughs> we need to see that. We need to see that too. So, okay, let us talk mm-hmm. about some games. Let's talk about some games. Because although we haven't been podcasting. Oh, we haven't talked about the Christmas movie we just saw, A Big Christmas. So good. Oh my goodness. Totally. Before we go to games, that's a great Christmas movie. You just want a great, feel good Christmas movie. That's your movie for this year. And I heard Do several it. people tell mm. me how great it was. And I still went in thinking, all right, you know, it's going to mm-hmm. be fine, TV worthy. It was great. I cannot say enough about it. It's a great movie. It just gives you that happy Christmas feeling that you feel like you when you watch a Hallmark movie, but this is not a Hallmark movie. It has a different no, feel to it, it had but parallels so good. to the Christmas story. Yes. You know, yes. and it was very it's about you know, he tells a story pretty much as Neil Patrick Harris mm-hmm. playing the same character he does in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. But he's telling the kid, his mm-hmm. kid, the story of how he got a Nintendo. Yeah. And it's just, it all comes together at the end. It Heartwarming. Does. It's it's a great movie. It's HBO great, Max is yeah. where you can get it. Yeah, that's a good one. I kind of wish they would have released that in the theater. I think it would have been Me too. Well. I would have liked to go see that in the theater. Yeah. So. That was really nice. Mm. So, okay, so now we're going to talk about some games. All right, let's talk about games. We did dive into our Shelf of Shame. We got a couple of games played mm, from we our did. Shelf of Shame. Mm-hmm. Now, the first one we had played before, but I wanted to crack it open again. Okay. And that was Ink and Gold. Or okay, it's also I've called, never played this one. I think you have a while back. I don't So it's the, pretty much, it's a push-your-luck mechanic. Mm-hmm. And Which I like. And you can do three mm. to eight players. And everyone around there, you're pretty much raiding a temple. Ooh. And you flip over cards one at a time. Mm-hmm. And the cards could be treasures. Like if it has 14, then you split the 14 treasures to everyone around it down. So 14, if there are four players, it would be three apiece, right? And then you yep. flip another card. And the card could be a spider or it could be a snake. Mm-hmm. It could be like this little zombie kid. I don't know what it was. Anyway, <laughs> you okay. keep flipping. I but want the if, zombie kid. If ever, and then every time in between flipping the cards, you get to decide if you're going to stay in or leave. Now, if you stay in, then you get whatever's the next card. If you leave, you take all that treasure and you put it in your little tent and mm. you get to go home. But if you stay in and it is another, like a second spider or a second snake or a second weird mm-hmm. zombie kid. Mm-hmm. Then you lose everything that you got that round. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that is, I really like that push your luck mechanic because like you're that. looking and you're like, ah, oh, you know, I can stay in, I can stay in, I can stay in. And it was, I really mm-hmm. like this as a small, quick push your luck game. Yeah. It's a good filler for the end of the night. It reminds me of the adventurers, you know, that you play adventures. with the cubes and stuff where you put in that temple. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
when you were describing it, that was what it sounded like. Yeah, the adventures is more of like a meaty style mm-hmm. of this. I think this really hits closer to loot and run. Okay, for yep. me than this. Um, now, wondering, I tried to figure out because this is so close to loot and run, which one I like more. Yep, and. I don't know. This aesthetically, you've got all those diamonds. It and did look great. It looks great yeah. on the table. Yeah. I think that this looks better. However, I think Loot and Run, Loot and Run has a better catch up mechanic. This yep. one, there is there was a runaway leader and it was very hard to catch that person. Okay. So they can just stay in the whole time as you stay in. Yeah. Loot and Run has a really good catch up mechanic. You're right, it does. So I don't know. Both of these are gonna stay in the collection. I think if we could talk about shelf, storage, or sell, this is going to stay in the shelf. Okay. Because I really think this is going to be a good one into the night. Mm-hmm. Play a quick 20-minute game. You pull it out and go at it. I guess, too, it's one of those things where if we find we are playing with people who like the Push Your Lux thing, right. you can play Ink and Gold and you can play Little Run because they like that type of stuff. You can do both. Push Your Luck is becoming one of my favorite mechanics. Mm-hmm. I think it has been for a while, but I, I really love the push your luck mechanic. Yeah. Especially when it's combined with something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's good. All right. So we're also okay. going to talk about Deep Sea Adventure. Yes. We played this recently. This was a great game. So this is how you set the game up is that you have three uh, um, tiles divided into three sections and yep. you lay them out face down and then um, you roll a dice. Yes, you and do. you roll, you move however many spaces. They look like stones. So you move however many stones you've rolled on your dice. And then when you land on that stone, you can either decide whether you want it or whether you just want to just stay there. And so if you get it, then you take it and you put it face down in your little section and then you replace it with another like tile from like the bank over there. And then that means that then the next person that lands on that square, they can't get anything from that square. They just on it. And you also get weighted down the yes. more treasure you the have. The more treasure you have, that means that the next time, let's say you have three treasures and you roll a three, you can't move any squares because you're, right. you've done that. Why, if you roll a four, you can move one square because you've got three treasures. So, But you're, and you're trying to go deeper into the, the ocean, so to speak, to get the better stuff. But then you also want to leave by the time the counter on the on a separate board reaches the, the end. Right. And you also have to choose which way you want to go. You yes. go further down or further up. Yes. As the air starts to run out. Yeah. And yes. that air runs out fast. It does roll out. So we played with the three of us. We played with my, me and you and then Juliet, our five-year-old. And the, with the three people, it mo- it really Yeah, first moved. game we pretty much all died because you just think, oh, yeah. I can go all the way down and no, you cannot. No, so, I think the second game we almost died too. We did. We did. You know, we tried to get, you know, just a little bit further and then nope, we still died. It still, but I do like this game. We did this when we were on the road up at a hotel up in Orlando. We're up there for a convention and we were, we played this and this was just a great fun game. We played a couple of rounds of it. It was very quick and fun and easy. And so... I just think if you're looking for a great game to travel with, you know, to stick in your suitcase and to have, this is a great game. And this was one we almost let go by because I have had the problem of small box means small game. Yes. And small enjoyment. Mm -hmm. And this was on my shelf to get rid of with just being unplayed. Yeah. Until I heard a couple of people mention how much they like this game. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? 
Let's give it a try. And I'm glad we did. Me too. I'm really glad. This is definitely one I want to keep. It's a good filler game too. Yep, if you're looking, you know, when you're at the house and you just want to fill a game, this is a great game for that. But this is this was a solid fun time. Yeah, I would yeah. recommend this. It's, Absolutely. It's a great travel game. Yeah, and it's also push your luck too. Right. You know, that's a, oh, we just talked about how much we like that. That This is a fun game. Yep, and it's great. I think yeah. it works great for two players. Yes. You know, I, they say it's best with four, but I think with two players, it works really well. Yeah. Well, we play with three and two, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that so was good. I, yep, mm-hmm. really like this. So again, well, shelf, storage, or sell. Oh, it's definitely shelf. Definitely shelf. Yep. So we're, you know what? We have had two winners. I know. Look at us. And now we're going to look at a first look now. Mm, And this is one I got to play the Dice Tower Retreat. Okay. And this is Dune Imperium, the expansion Rise of Z. Yes, this is the hot game right now, right? Yes. Yeah. Now it's not out yet. You can't get it, but Dune Imperium, of course, is out and it is a huge hit. Yeah, and the movie. Right. He's right the about it. Yeah. We still haven't seen that either. I know. Way, I know. We're terrible. All right. So, Dune Imperium, Rise <laughs> of Z. Yes. This is very, it's very interesting because it adds a lot of different things, adds technology. It makes it more of a deck builder. Okay, okay, so it already is a deck builder, but it kind of adds that it gives you more opportunity to trash cards, which is very important in a deck builder. I do mm-hmm. like that aspect. Yes. And it also um That brings- was our biggest complaint about um the hunger, right? That we couldn't trash our cards. We couldn't trash yes. cards quick enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay. this does add mm-hmm. that a little bit. I like that. It I also like has that. different playable races and characters. It also adds dreadnoughts. Now, mm. dreadnoughts are stronger than troops. They contribute three strength compared to the troops, the troops two strength. So whenever you win a conflict that includes one of your dreadnoughts, you'll send that dreadnought to take over a board space for one round. And this can allow you to cover up and supersede another player's control marker, which is really good. Now, there's also a shipping track. The shipping track is interesting. It's a quicker way to get goods and things. But not sure how well it adds to the best method of winning. Here's the thing. I've only had one play of it. I just wanted to give everyone mm-hmm. their first look because mm-hmm. people are very excited about it. Yes. I've heard several people in our game group, they have it pre-ordered. They're excited. And I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But this might seem like a bit of a negative review. Okay. Only because, okay, the tech tiles I love. Tech tiles were something that once you invest in those, those give you an ability every turn. Mm-hmm. Like it allows you to convert something, it allows you get, to get more money or do different abilities. So it kind of gives you an advantage. Mm-hmm. All right. So the the tech tile, those were very intriguing. The guy I played with was crushing it with tech tiles, right? Mm-hmm. The race he chose was all about tech and he had like five or six upgrades. Now, the problem is the intrigue method of winning the game has always in Dune Imperium, that's been the way to win, easiest. Mm -hmm. And it still stays the same, almost to the point of forgetting the other ways. Now, that being said, the other players will be creating a better engine, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everything. But your goal is to end the game before they can fire that engine up. Okay. And that has always been one of the parts of the game that makes me feel unfulfilled Mm -hmm. is because you are making a great engine in it. And before you get that engine to roar, the end game comes. Yeah. And I don't think Rise of Z fixes that problem yet. Yeah. Now, that's only one play. It may be different later. Yeah. But I did play through it, so I'm going to play it again. We do have it ordered, so I'm excited about trying that. However... Right now, I'm not as hopeful as I was before. It adds a lot. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm hoping it really gives you that 
not only engine building, but engine fulfillment yep. that I've been missing with Dune. Have I played Dune? No, you haven't. I was going to say, no. I don't remember playing Dune at all. No. I started at Gen Con, and I don't know why, but I kept walking past it. I'm not sure if I would like this. I don't know. It's very... Yeah. It's it's a fun game. Yeah. It's a bit confusing from the get-go. Now, you love Lost Ruins of Arnak. I do. And honestly, I would probably put that above Dune. Really? Yeah, no, right. I play that every time. Those Now, mm-hmm. the Lost Ruins of Arnak... The expansion, Leader's expansion, is coming out for that. Yes, which I'm super excited for. We have that pre-ordered, right? We do. Yeah. We are ready to get that. And yeah. they did not bring that out of Dice Tower Retreat. I was very sad. Yes. I cried in the corner I was kind of happy, though, that you didn't get to play without me, because that one, I would have been a little upset about. It was. Now, Lost Ruins. between you and me. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do yeah. love Lost Ruins. I love Lost Ruins, yes. I would probably put Lost Ruins above Dune. Really, it's about the I remember at Gen Con walking past that the Dune booth, like, several times. I just I don't know why just having no real interest. I like it. It's fun. So um, I don't but know why. I don't know why though. I, I will play Dune again and again because I think I feel like I'm missing something. Okay. I feel like I enjoy it, but I'm just I'm missing something. Maybe it's because I hear you talking like that. I'm like, why would I? Yeah, want to play I don't that know game? why. <laughs> and I have several people in my gamer game group that just love it. Yes. So I will have to keep playing it. Mm-hmm. But again, I feel like I'm missing something. But the Rise of Z. I'll have some buddies that get it, and I'm going to try it again. I'll give you a full, a full review later. Yeah, but right now, this is just my first look. Yeah, initial so, thoughts. Yep, take yeah. it with a grain of okay. salt. Well, again, I do want to play it. You know, it's good. It has a movie based out of it. So, how bad can it really be? Now, one, <laughs> yeah, don't ask that. <laughs> there are some stinkers out there. But one thing is, I like that it covers up the board and doesn't expand the board. Oh. There are certain things that you add to the board, but you cover up old parts of the board with new parts oh i like that okay that way because once you make the board too large mm. then you stop interacting with the other players as much yeah okay. like there are so many different places to go that you are no longer hosing someone else by taking over a certain spot i understand so yes. this keeps the board small i do like that that's aspect. good good so that's why i'm so hopeful about this okay all right so that is dune imperium expansion rise of z nice so you can pre-order that from your friendly local game store yes all right give me a good one there we go now we're going to talk about luna capital yes i'm so excited about luna capital we i don't i'm sure we've talked about this before we had the opportunity to buy it at gen con before we could have ordered it online or from our local game store or anywhere like that and we did not it was my fault that we did not get this i had it in my hands several times by the way and i don't, FYI, like, I don't so know why. We it was at Devier's booth mm-hmm. or Devere Games, yeah. I guess. And we bought a couple of games from there. So we I don't know why we didn't buy this one. I don't know why. Don't Our know. friends Mike and Cara were there and they yeah. were playing it and they loved it. Yeah. And Did I they end up buying it though? I don't know. I don't know if they ended up buying it. And then it. we got home and had yeah. to pre order it. Yeah, we did. It was I don't know why I saw it and I thought, eh, I don't know, because we had Space Park. We had a lot that looked similar to that, Maybe which that is that was it. That theme of mm-hmm kind of retro alternate history space type yep. thing really because what this is about is alternate history if we did go ahead and colonize the moon yeah and different companies get to build the capital and whoever has the best capital city actually gets to be the capital of the moon Hence thus, the name. luna capital <laughs> hey, so hey. so that's pretty much what yes. it is and so we did play it and Luna Capital, it is a tile placement game. I love core. tile placement games. I do too. Yes. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's 
tile placement up until the point salad at the end yeah. where there are so many different ways you can get points mm-hmm. by if you have different sales offices, you will get one point for every sales office. And if you have a certain, like if you have three sets of greenhouses that grow three different types of fruit, there are three different types of fruits you can grow. And if you have one of each, then you get five points. If you have two sets of one of each, then you get 12 points. So different point salad ways to do at the end, which is very interesting. That was one thing I was going to say that I feel like the scoring was very confusing and we had a play rate that we had found and that was useless. What instead we should have used was the little scoring card that came in the box. That would have really helped when playing this game, helped with strategy and stuff like that. So So. she is being kind. The fact that (laughs) I was one that learned the game and I forgot to reiterate one small part in my mind but it ended up being critical critical to everybody else Uh because there are different buildings that you can make that have hearts on them but inside of the hearts is a a second icon Mm -hmm. a shape like a triangle square i think it's a hexagon yeah right so each Mm -hmm. of those are different types of buildings yes and you get points by how many ever you have orthogonally together if you have a group of six then you will get whatever six buildings gives you. Mm-hmm. Now, that right 20 there... 20 plus points, FYI. Right. It is a lot. Yes. So that right there, the difference is it's not all the hearts. It's no. the heart with the hexagon in the middle. Which when we were playing it, we had all the hearts together. And so if that was the case, I would have got like, you know, 50, 60 points because I was crushing it with hearts. But I didn't have any of my triangle hearts next to each other because I did not know that that was what we needed to do. I should have looked. Then the scoring card that comes with the game clearly explains that. So I should have used that. Yep. It should have. And it was. And I did well because I had one building that had to be around hearts with a triangle in the middle. So I put all the hearts with a triangle in the middle around this yep. one building yep. and they ended up being orthogonally next to each other. You, so yeah, you did good. Well. I think all our skulls were pretty, well, yours was really good because of that one particular building you right. had. But the rest of us, we did pretty good regardless. We kind of bumbled our way through. Yeah, so it was, Luna Capital is really yeah. fun. It's a very it's a very simple game and I will tell you. Yeah, it is really fun. It was fun just building your city and, you know, like getting your, like you get points if you have the most meteors. That was fun. I was gathering all the meteors. You Crush the meteors. That was fun. It was just fun to build your city. And what I liked about it too, it was different in that, you know, normally you think when you're building your city, you're building it with like tile blocks or something. This is just cards, like the thicker cards, but it's a card based building city. So I did like that too. It is. And also, Mm. it can cause significant AP though. Yes. You know, analysis paralysis because... Oh, yeah. If you have someone who has analysis paralysis, do not play this game with them. You've got to grab a card and the tiles beneath it. Mm -hmm. And later in the rounds, because each phase, there are three phases, A, B, and C. And every time there are four rounds. Yes. So towards the end, in the first, you grab one tile. Second Mm -hmm. round, two tiles. Third round, three. So at the end, you're having to place four tiles Mm -hmm. and one card. And that can get very confusing very quick and make a lot of AP if you're not ready to yes. move. So that right there could be it. Now, the one thing I think that saves this game is the fact that you have to place a card down and you put the tiles on top of it. Mm-hmm. Because the card you place down has to go in ascending order from left to right. Yes. Think welcome to. Yep. How the numbers have to ascend from left to right. Mm-hmm. That saves this game. 
because otherwise you would just be putting tiles wherever you want to, willy-nilly yeah. everywhere. So I do. It does add a level of complexity to it. And yes. I did come halfway through the rules being explained. That was my fault. I had to go do something. Um, and so I missed the part where you're explaining that the row can be uh, as long as you need it to be. Right. Why I just thought it had to be three. And so I had a one, a two, and a nine. And that did mess me up a little bit. And then when I realized the row could be as long as you wanted, I was like golden. But it was yeah. good, yeah. And but that was that was a fun challenge to the game. It was a great little. There's level. a lot going on yeah. in such a simple game. Yes, that's a great way to describe it. Yes, you yes. Know, it is a small, and it's also it's a fairly short game. Yeah, I mean, it said an hour. I honestly think you could finish this in under an hour and enjoy I didn't it. I feel like it took us an hour to play. No, and that's our first time too. Yes. Um, no, I think this is this is. This is highly recommended. Oh, absolutely! This is a great game. Yeah, Devere First Games of all, it is doing looks great. Ga- it looks great on the it on the does. table. So that's that's always a bonus. But this is just a fun, good game, and it does have that level of complexity. If if you you know want something a little meatier too, it was one of those things. As I was building the little rocket, the tiles go into and the little card holder. I yeah. was sitting there building it, and I was thinking they better not make me break these apart. Yes. To put them back in the box. I was thinking of that too. And no, they yep. didn't. There's a little they picture. They had thought that through. Why don't more people do this? I There's know. a picture on how it should go back in the box. Yeah. There, it just shows you. You put it in, and you're happy. Yep. Everybody wins. It is a literal piece of paper that yeah. is printed, and just that little moment made a great experience yep. of putting everything away, and it probably means it's going to come out more. Oh, absolutely, because you know you don't have to put it up every time. Right, yeah. so I think that, that right mm. the little things they did in this were great. That's one thing I do feel like about DeVere games, that all their games have just something little about them that just makes them great. Right. I agree. Yeah. I agree. There are so many DeVere games that we're going to review coming up yeah. soon, like Castle Party is one that mm-hmm. you really like. And we I are love gonna, that game. We're going to review yeah. that soon. But this right here, Luna Capital, mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. It is now in stock most places. Yep. So I would definitely recommend Go going, buy it. going to get it. Absolutely. So that is a definite keep. Oh, ab- yes. That is a keep. That's a keeper right there. All right. So there we go. And now we are going to go into our top 10 games. Yes. Top 10 games to gift. Yes. This was a very hard list to do. Yes, this really? did take. A, this this was a challenge. We were walking around here today, going, "What on earth are we going to do?" Not not just hard to do, but hard to set the rules, which they're not really <laughs> set now. No. Because when you talk about games to gift, that spectrum is huge. Because you've got heavy gamers, and you've got people you want to get into games. You have people that just want to play light games. I mean, really, the gift is going to depend on the person. So, although I don't know about you, but although my list is top ten. It is really just 10 different things depending on what they want. That was kind of, I looked at it just some games that we have around that are just great games that I think if people would get these, they would be happy. That was kind of what my, my you know. Right. Like if. Thought process was. If, it was know, very deep. <laughs> so, someone from work loves party games. Mm-hmm. And yet the number one on our list is Twilight Imperium. You think, well, that's number one. I guess I'll grab that instead of Telestrations. That's not the way this works. No, no. This, we're going to talk about who these games are for yep. and the best of those types. Yeah. I tried to cover most different types of people. Me too. Here. I tried to. I didn't do any games with solo games because I don't really do solo games. No, so, I didn't either. Yeah. I don't do a lot of solo games. Now, one thing I didn't do is when I talk about solo games, when I thought about them, I thought about giving... 
Marvel champions. However, I did intentionally avoid LCGs. Yes. Because I don't want LCGs because it's kind of like a gateway drug. You know, it's kind of like giving someone a plant. It's like, here you go. Here's a huge money pit. Just throw all your money in this. So if they ever make that leap, I want them to make that leap on their own. Yeah. You know, like I don't want to give someone like a Warhammer set. Uh, you know, yes, something yes, like yes, that yes. because or I want magic, right? Pokemon, I, yeah. I want them to kind of have a complete game as is and yeah. ready to get there and play, and something that you don't have to have expansions with. Yes. So that's that's something I went into it. So now we're gonna do top ten and we're gonna talk about who would get this. Okay. So all right, number ten. Do you want to go first? I will. Mine is for new gamers. Okay. And it's space base. See, Space Base was on my list yeah, too. Yeah, I had Space and Base. And I think I did, oh, I did, oh, you know what? I, I shouldn't say anything. Okay. Maybe I kept it on my maybe, list. Maybe did. Well, I thought for new gamers, someone getting into the hobby that wants kind of yep. a, a game that they can play with a variety of people, I yep. thought this is just, a, this is a good game. It's going to be a winner for everyone, I think. So that's what I thought. I love I have, space space. I have nothing more to say okay. because it may just be may further up my list. All right, all right. Well, stay tuned. All right. All right, so, what's yours? My number 10, it's a weird one that just come back to me recently. It's Santorini. Oh, yes. I did not think of this until recently, and I gave it to my nephew. Mm-hmm. And I actually gave him our copy that we have three different types of Santorini. And the fourth one, actually, I 3D printed a small carrying Santorini. And I gave that to him. There's actually a picture of it on our Instagram. And he is 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And he is now taking it to school. And they're all playing after math class and all that stuff. And it's... I forgot how good of a game this is. And the reason yeah. I like to give this game away is that it literally takes 30 seconds to learn. Right. Exactly. If mm-hmm. you want to teach them a game, they can jump right in and kind of see what our world is about. Mm-hmm. Simplified. Santorini is a good way to do it. And it looks great. Right. Oh, it looks fantastic. Yep. We took it to a restaurant. And, we did. Well, he took it to a restaurant and we you played it with him. Right. And it's yeah. like, and they, they say 30 seconds to learn a lifetime to master. Yeah. That's the kind of feel. Because, you know, mm-hmm. Santorini and Onitama both have that feel to it. But yeah. I think Santorini edges out Onitama only because the aesthetics and it's very simplistic. It's very, it's simple mm-hmm. and just fun. I have not played that with anyone that I don't think loved that game. That's a good point. Everyone very you play that with game. that game loves that game. I love that game even though I'm terrible at you it. You are terrible at it. I am so bad at it, but I do love that game. So, so. That's, Okay, so that's yep. number 10, Santorini. All right. Well, my number nine is for the family game. It's a game that you can play with your family. Nice. And I have Zombicide. I thought about that. Yeah, I just think I think Zombie Side is such a great cooperative game. Mm-hmm. I really, I don't know. There are great cooperative games, but just if you just want a family game to play, you know, most people like zombies. It's just right. a great game to play. And well, most people like games about zombies. Most people don't like zombies. No, I true. mean, if a zombie came to your house, you would not be brain, happy. Yeah, true. You be happy. But, but you know, people do like games of zombies, and so I agree. I think that just zombie side is, and I know there's a hundred types of different zombie sides out there. You can pick one. Um, right. You know, I think 2.0 probably is one of the better ones. I think But 2. I do 0. like Black Plague too. So right. one of those two would be probably my preference if you're asking. But I think zombie side for a family game, you know, after Christmas dinner, let's go 
Kill some zombies. It's <laughs> <laughs> a perfect end to a Christmas dinner. Yes. yes. So zombie side, I think, is a great mm-hmm. way. It's a great gateway. Yeah. And again, it's a good ga- gateway game. A yeah. lot of our friends uh-huh. that are getting into the hobby have gotten in through zombie so, side. Absolutely. Yep. And you've got two different avenues there. Like you said, zombie side 2.0, which mm-hmm. is the more urban. And then you've got Black, Black Plague. Plague, which is more the medieval mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. So fantasy realm. Now yep. I like that. Excellent. Now, my number nine is Awkward Guests. Oh, good. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that right there, I'm excited. I love Awkward Guests because a lot of people have cl- played Clue and mm-hmm. love Clue. Yes. So this kind of gives them, this is more the beginner gamers. Yeah. Beginner to uh, beginner hopeful gamers, I'll just say. Yeah. The ones that can handle a heavier game or you think can, because Awkward Guests really gives that clue feel, mm-hmm. but in a more complicated and more involved game. Yeah. Now, a lot of these games that I have on my list, you will probably want to, after you gift this to them, play around with them. Yeah. And that will get them to play it and to play it right. Yes. Because reading these rules on some of these might kind of be overwhelming. Yeah. So that's... um. Awkward Guests is uh, is my number nine. All right. My number eight is a game for the whole family that they can play, and it is Marvel United. Really? Yeah. Marvel United. Yeah. Very I good. I just think it's a great game. Like I said, we've said many times, we play this with a five-year-old. So, you know, you can just, it's a cooperative game, great cooperative game. Yep. So, I just think this is a game anyone, I really think at any type of gaming level, heavy to never played a board game before and thinks it's super weird. I think Marvel United is kind of a good gateway because everyone likes Marvel right now. I don't think they're quite at the Marvel fatigue yet. So, I think this is a good one for everyone to play. Yep, I have nothing else to say okay. because it might I be understand. later. I, mind. I understand. All right, so now my number eight is a is an odd one. Okay. It's Ghost Blitz. Really? Yeah, and I think mm. this is a great one for teenagers, young adults. Yep, okay. Because it's a very quick, um, not really a dexterity game, no. but it's a very quick thinking game. Yeah. If you don't know Ghost Blitz, Ghost Blitz is one of those where there are, I think, four items sitting out. And as cards flip over, there is only one item and one color that is not is not on that card. Mm-hmm. Like there might not be the color white and there might not be a ghost. So you have to, as quick as you can, grab the white ghost. Yeah. And then you get that card. And you flip the next one and it could be the red book. You grab the red book. So it's a very fun game. Everybody's standing up and going at. So Ghost Blitz is one of those really fun, fast games. Yes. And teenagers are one of the hardest to buy for, especially when we talk about board games. Mm. And they're also some of the people that need more board games in their life to step away from the video games and actually to interact with everyone. I think it's a good thing to get them started young. So Ghost Blitz is right there. It is my number eight. Oh, good one. I don't have that on my list. I didn't even think about that. But that is a good point for teenagers, college kids. That would be a great game. Yeah. Love it. Yep. Okay, so my next one is for people who like to play games in groups, but want something a little heavier. And I have Picture Perfect. Really? Yeah. So, you know, like they just want a media game. I think Picture Perfect is just a good... It's a good game. I think it's a good kind of also a gateway game. I think I said that on one of the other podcasts because, you, you know, if you can't handle Picture Perfect, you kind of... That does, you know, weed out some other games... Later on. I can but see I, that. I think the fact that it looks great 
the people, you know, you're placing people. It's kind of just a fun concept and everything. So I think, yeah, Picture Perfect is it like a good game you can give to someone. It's good. Mm. And, and honestly, it can go as complicated as you want. Absolutely, you yes. You can play it simple. Then you can play the auction mechanic with the food and all that. So, yeah, yeah I did not think of Picture Perfect, but you are right. Yes, thank you. And when I buy that, I'd probably stick with the non-deluxe components. <laughs> yes, me too. Because the deluxe components kind of gave us fits a little bit because yes. they look very nice. They're acrylic. But as far as blocking a face with their mainly yes. see-through that is really hard it's i would rough. just stick to the regular paper ones yep yeah all right so yep. picture perfect that's a great one yep all right now number seven my number seven is you know what it's a classic but if they don't have it you need it splendor yes good mm-hmm. splendor is one of those that it's a great it just first of all those chips feel so nice they do feel so good it just they? feels mm-hmm. they feel so They're good solid yeah yeah and we we have brought Splendor out more recently for several reasons, and it just consistently hits with the yep. group if yep. somebody hasn't played it. Now, I know Century Spice Road supposedly replaces it with a Gollum Edition, all that. It's it's not for me. It is Splendor is where mm-hmm. it's at, especially the starter. If they have not played Splendor, they're going to love Splendor. Oh, absolutely. That's so, a good one. I think that's a great one for families or couples, people getting into games. Because, again... Uh, the couple we play with a lot, we introduced them to Splendor and they ended up buying it and just yep. loving it. So Splendor is a great game. And you can take it out of that large box, put it in a smaller box and travel with it. You can. So there we and go. That's a great travel that. game too. That's yeah. Splendor. Cool. My number seven. All right. My number six is for the party gamer and it's Monstrosity. I thought about putting yeah. this one on my list. This is, I really like this game. This is just a fun game. I... Thought it would be something different than Telestrations because Telestrations you can kind of find anywhere right now. It's, right. You know, but I think Monstrosity is just, it, this is a great game. You can play it. And I think uh, we mentioned when we were reviewing it how if you went to Dollar Tree and bought little whiteboards, you can play with how many, many people you need to play yes. with. You don't just have to play with a number on the box, too. So if you had a huge group, you could figure it out. But I think this is a great game. And I, I like your point about Telestrations mm. is great and should be on this list because. Everyone should own Telestrations if you like party games. Yes. If you like party games, you have to own Telestrations. But if you like party games, you probably already own Telestrations. Yes. And, but Monstrosity, for you that don't know, it's pretty much someone flips over a card, they look at a monster, and for 10 seconds, yep. then they flip it back over and put it down, and then they describe the monster to everyone at the table. Yes. And everyone has to draw that monster. Like, they, they might, say, might say, he's got a shovel head, he's got like five teeth, but his mouth is on his back back and yep. he's got like four arms coming out of the middle of his chest and he's got wings on he's the got back. wings and then yeah it's funny how the order they tell you things yes. that make you redraw things and at the end uh-huh. everyone flips their picture around and just the drawings are hilarious oh they're awesome so yes yeah monstrosity is a fantastic it, this one. is just a great game i think it's a really good it's a good group party game yep it was on my yep. short list Okay. I'm glad you put it on there. All right. So my number six is Space Space. Uh-huh. And Space Space, again, really? I love <gasps> Space Space. I know, right? It's one of those, again, that's gotten so many people into games. Yes. I mean, it's and it can go as complicated as you want with the expansions. Shy Pluto, you can mm-hmm. go all the way you want, but it's just a fun game. And I love the fact that it shows the power of modern day gaming. Yes. In the fact that 
there's always something going on. Mm-hmm. As someone else's turn is happening, you can also move. I do like that a lot. That, yes. This Space Base is just, I think it's a classic. I do. I really, it's, I think it's one of AEG's best games. It is. And I think this is one And that's, that's coming from me who loves Smash Up. But yeah. I... Well, you yeah. love AEG. I do love AEG. Yeah. So, oh, and you'll see you a big game night next <laughs> yes, year. Yes, you will. I know. <laughs> but yeah, Space Base, I think, is one of the top games out there. Oh, absolutely. And for, you that, for those that don't have it, I think you need it. And again, oh, for I who so. I think it's beginning gamers, moderate gamers, and even non. I think I think heavy gamers can play it too. Oh, heavy gamers love it. Yes, yeah, yeah. and I think I think beginner gamers. You could talk through a beginner gamer. Mm-hmm. If you had a heavy gamer next to a beginner gamer, you could talk them through this game, and they would they would right. they would get it. Yep. I think we've played with the whole gamut of people. We and have. We've played it can, with everybody. You can do a big group too. So yes. That's good. So that's yeah. my number six is Space Base. All right. My number, we're up to five, right? Yep. I didn't number mine. Okay. So mine is for the party gamer. Okay. And it is Flick of Faith. Man, I forgot this How one. How did you forget it? Oh. Wow. I want to change my order now. No. Can't do that. That's cheating. All right. <laughs> no, I think Flick of Faith, this is, a, we will, had a game night last night and Flick of Faith came up many a time last night. So even though we didn't play, we were just talking about it. I think this is a great game. I think this is, it's a very fun, fluffy game, but yet you can still just have a blast. I am so upset at myself for forgetting this. This is one of my top games yeah. of the year, easy, that yeah. I've played recently. It is like, yeah, like last night we played some heavy games mm-hmm. and we also played like Castle of Burgundy. We played yep. Luna Capital, yep. all that. And people kept saying, well, it's no flick of faith. No, no. Yeah, and it came up, like I said, it came up many times last night. But this is just a great game. We were playing when your um, nephews and your sister were over. We played it with them. So good. They loved it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, this, I will agree. You can remove, you that are listening can remove any one of mine and put in Flick of Faith <laughs> okay. because that is that right. is an excellent, excellent pick. Thank Flick you. of Faith. Okay. What's yours? All right. My number five mm-hmm. is Super Mega Lucky Box. Ooh. And that's for beginning gamers. Yes. Mainly because if you want to get someone into gaming, it is as close to bingo as you True. can get. True. That is a good point. It's bingo mixed with a roll and write. Yes, 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 So, yes. okay, yeah. Super Mega Lucky Box would be a really fun gateway game for yep. non-gamers. Oh, absolutely. And it's also a quick one that you can actually play with them. If you give it to them, then you can go and play a quick game of this. So this yep. one, I had this and 10 both on the list. But um, these, one of these two right here will be great to okay. give to somebody then roll right into playing with them after dinner. After you yes. kill zombies, of course, because apparently that's what you do after Christmas dinner, according to you. <laughs> All right. So that is my number five. Super mega lucky fun happy go box. Yep. That's a good okay, that's the one. My number, my next game, I realize I have the title wrong. So Uh-oh. I know, my bad. I'm going to, hopefully you'll help me with the title. I tried to Google why I've been here, but I've been talking too much. Okay, so mine is for like a couple people like that play together. Like yep. it's a two-person game. There yep. we go. That's what I'm trying to communicate. It's the Jack the Ripper game. Mr. Jack. Thank you. That was painful. Okay, yes, yes okay. Mr. Jack. Mr. Jack. I think that is a great game. If you you know people who just like to do two people. To play games, I think that's a good game. That is a very good game. It's, yeah. You know, it's and also one of you people. is Jack the Ripper, and one of you is the police, and right. the police is trying to hunt Jack, and Jack's trying to run away from the police. It's that's that's the game. And you show yeah. up if you get too close to lamps 
to yeah. street lights and yes. you can extinguish street lights. You just have to get out. Yeah. That is a really fun, quick game. That's a fun. I think that's a great two person game. I loved playing that with you. I think we bought the the uh, Mr. Jack in New York too. We haven't yes, played we that one yet, but I'm looking forward to playing that. And I think Mr. Jack is just a good game. So, I I agree. Yeah. And there's actually a pocket Mr. Jack. Really? To yes. Do we have that? It's Mr. Jack pocket board no oh. we don't because i thought well we'll travel the big one but yeah so again that one i do like mr jack again forgot to put my list but mm. it's a great two-player game that is a good person two-player yeah. game it also gets people see some of these games i'm a bit conniving in the mm. fact that i'll give these as gifts mm. to see how people like them yeah and then i'll ease them into something else yeah. like i might give like you know what we actually have a couple i hope they're not listening to this i might end up giving them mr jack just to see how they like hidden movement. Yeah. And then make them play mind management mm-hmm. or fury. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like where you can see where they're coming from with things like this. But um, Mr. Jack, yeah, it's a, it's a great game. Great game. All right. right. So number four, this mm-hmm. is a party game. Ooh. And I got to say Detective Club. Yes. Detective Club is one of the top party games out there. Oh, that's a great game. I mean, mm. although it's like a year or so old, Detective Club is, okay. is, it has really surpassed many party games for me. And Detective Club is pretty much one of those things where everyone has different cards and the cards themselves are pretty. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what everyone comments on. The cards are very artistic. They're very nice. Everyone has five cards and one person will look at their cards and they'll decide to write down a word. Like it could be water and they'll write it on all the notepads except for one. They hand them out and one person is getting the empty notepad that has no word on it. So everyone puts down a card that is supposedly has to do with that word. Yeah. Water. And it comes to that person that does not know the word. He puts down a card too acting like he knows the word. And at the end, you look at all the cards that are placed and you have to guess who has no idea what the word is. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. Detective Club, that is a number four. That is a great party game. It's one that, games like this, you should have in your home. Yes, I agree. I think Detective Club is one you should just always have in your collection. If you don't have it, it's one you need. Yeah. 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 Most of the time we've been with people and we've probably gotten six different groups of people to mm-hmm. buy this game and keep it in their home yeah. because it is that good of a game. So Detective Club is... And the artwork, as you said, is amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. People are like, I want to get that tattooed. I'm like, well, I don't like tattoos, but I like where you're going with it. <laughs> so, okay. I do want to get one of the prints. Like, there's a couple... I do too. You know, like, I wish they had prints of the, the yeah. big things. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. All right, so that is my number four, Detective Club. All right, my number three is for the heavier party gamer. So someone who likes party games but like a little heavier okay okay and it's awkward guests you were talking about it before wow that's why you were so quiet i thought wow she loves this game i know i was like i just don't okay. to be quiet yeah i love awkward guests i love murder mysteries yep yeah and so i think it's you know it is a kind of a party game just because it does require a higher play account but it is heavier you do need people who can kind of Handle a little bit of strategy. But I think you can play it with two players too, right? Don't they say two? Yes, you can. So like if it was just a couple at home, they could play it too. And I do like how you use the app too because when we first played this Mm -hmm. game, they didn't have the app. So we had to like one person who was guessing the first would have to like... If they were wrong, they were out forever. Well, they, they couldn't. They had the app, but it wasn't perfected because we got on Kickstarter. So maybe that's what it was. Yeah. I remember at first we couldn't play with the app, but I do like how you can have the app, and then yes. if you guess wrong, you're just out for a turn. But I do. I really, really love this game. 
I yeah. do too. And we, I just, I don't know. I just don't know how to describe, but it's just a great game. We felt bad before recommending this yeah. when you couldn't get it. No, that was exa- that was the problem. I was like, this is a great game. Sorry, you can't buy it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now I It's like it's alive. It. That one's hard to find too, right? Yeah, yeah. it's alive or Frankenstein mm-hmm. would be on this list if you could get it If easier. you could buy them. That's why I thought trying... Awkward Guest just kind of right. came out in the U.S., you need to go buy this. Uh, buy one for yourself and then give a copy. Buy another copy to give away. Yes. That's yeah. what I We're do. trying to keep this list <laughs> things you can yes. gift. You know, otherwise, It's Alive and Frankenstein would be on there, yeah. of course. So, okay. So now number three. Mm-hmm. My number three is Marvel. I put Champions, but I meant Marvel United. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel United. Really? For families. Again, yeah. because... This right here is for Mm. families of any age. Like I said, our five-year-old can play this because it is shape-driven, not word-driven. So they can see those shapes. And there's only three shapes to remember. And it's it's also co-op, so you can kind of help your kids move forward Mm -hmm. with it. But not just that. We have played it with our daughter and her friend. And we've also played with our heavy gamers. We Mm -hmm. took it to a game group. At our local game store, yep. and just had a blast trying to battle Sinister Six. Yeah, lost four times. So it's one of those that can run the entire spectrum. You can play with your family, yeah, and you can play with hardcore gamers. And that was a, one thing I like about that game. You can make it as complex as you want to be. Right. Like I think the introductory villain they recommend playing with, like Red Skull or Red. Yep. Red yeah. He, you know, is pretty easy to beat. So you can just play that with kind of anybody, and then you can, as you say, play with the Sinister Six. And there are some other ones that are really really hard to beat you can play with them too it's you know yeah. with your heavy game friends so yeah so again marvel champ no sorry marvel united <laughs> don't say champions yes is <laughs> that's my a money pit three. they'll hate you yes I know. marvel united is too oh yeah true. like oh but okay so marvel but you united, can do the base one you can and yep. the base games are available and also the expansions are now available and i do like how i do think people are going to be upset when they miss out on everything else that comes. Mm. But the expansions are now more readily available. Which is nice. To add to yep. it. So uh, Marvel United is my number yep. three. Okay. My number two is for people who like strategy games. I went very specific there. Nice. I did Tiny Towns. Really? Yep. I, that one we played at Gen Con for the first time at ages. Yep. Big game night. And this game, I just think this is a great game. You know, I like the tile placement. I think I have a thing with tile placement. I think you do. I think that's my strategy of the year, tile placements. Yep. Uh, But I do really like Tiny Towns. And I do think you can play this with a variety of gamers. Like heavy gamers can really get in there and be very competitive. Or you can play with people who have never played a book game before and kind of help them through it a little bit. I I can see this. And I... You know what? Tiny Towns is a great one. And then those expansions, too, that I think help. Yep. 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 I agree with Tiny Towns. Good call on that. Thank you. What's yours? My number two is for heavy gamers or medium gamers or gamers. Any type of gamers. And it is a more general thing. Upgrade stickers from Etsy. Really? I'm telling you, it's my only type of accessory I put on yes. there. And I will say number two is any type of accessory. We have a friend, Jacob, who's in our game group, who is all, like, was talking about how he gets stickers all the time. And you're right. That is a great upgrade. Well, I mean, he yes. gave us, he gifted one to us because I mentioned, um, I had him order some from Tiny Towns. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he goes, hey, here's a Christmas gift for you. And he got me the ones for Lost Runs of Arnak. That's right. I remember. And I'm yes. like, you know what? How great of a gift is this? That was a great gift. It's almost mm-hmm. like you you are not taking a risk. No. Because if you know someone likes a game and they always talk about a game, 
you can go on to Etsy for eight bucks. And for you that don't know what I'm talking about, these are stickers that have, are made to put over like the meeples, different meeples and mm-hmm. icons and stuff yeah. like for the loop even. Yeah. The they loop. want for tiny towns, the buildings, they right. have different yeah, stickers for the buildings. Yeah. So all of a sudden, instead of just a small pink building, now it actually has a sticker on that looks like a building. It looks like the church that and it's supposed to be. Yeah. The difference it makes when it's on the table is so nice. Yeah. And you're not taking a chance when this person, you know, this person likes this game because they've talked about this game. So to give them those stickers to put on there, it's it's a no brainer, and yeah. it's like a, you're gonna. There's no chance you're not gonna like that game. Yeah, you know. So it's I. It, I think it's a great great idea. Yep, and that's, that's a good one. Yep. So I think that's my number two is upgrade stickers from okay. Etsy. Yes, good yes. one. Okay, all right. My number one is a game for heavy gamers. Ooh, what you want heavy gamers? I did. It was yeah. I saw okay. it on the shelf and I was like, that would be a great game for heavy gamers. Now and, wait before you go, you number one. <clears throat> okay. Do you have any honorable mentions? I do not. Well, I do. Okay. <laughs> okay. I've got a couple of stocking stuffers. Right. Okay. I okay. thought about Loot and Run and yep. any Flux. Mm-hmm. Those, I think, are good stocking stuffers. Yep. And I also had some that fell off the list. Okay. Some of mine were Ticket to Ride in New York. I did have Ticket to Ride in New York on my list, but I took it off. Mainly yes. because so many people have Ticket to Ride or they have experienced Ticket to Ride. Yep. If I were to buy some a new game or Ticket to Ride, I would go New York because it is a smaller, yep. a shorter Absolutely. game. Absolutely. And also, I had Echoes on there as well. Uh-huh, I yes. thought about The Crew, because it is trick-taking uh-huh. for people that like Rook, things yep. like that. And I also had Deception, Murder in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. you know, as a very mm-hmm. quick game, and Pandemic. So, and Telestrations, I thought about as well. But those are my ones that fell off the list. Okay. That's a lot, but these are these are high on... Oh, Just One is one as well. So Okay. okay so anyway, those are my... I had a lot on there. I know. I? Okay, yes. So. Wow. Your right. number one. My number one is for heavy gamers. Wait, at- heavy gamers. Uh-huh. I'm going to guess. Okay. All right. It's for heavy gamers. <laughs> wow. I have no idea. <laughs> Let me see. It okay. is not. Is it expensive? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Mm, yeah, because I buy the games. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I was like, I don't know. All right. So, all right. I, this is how it works. I tell him I want a game and it magically appears. Just, so, all yes. right. <laughs> all right. Do you know the publisher? No. Okay, so it's not come on. No. Okay. All right. What is your number one game? My management. Really? Yeah. I think I thought it was new. It's hot this year. Heavy gamers need my in my management. If you've got a friend, yeah, that's a heavy gamer. That's one you need to get for them. I can see that. Yep. It is. It is a great game. It's a great game. Yeah. I really. We played this several times. This is a great game. Here's how much we like this game. We bought the game. And then we wanted the deluxe copy. The Kickstarter exclusive. The, yeah, yes. well, was, which is just upgraded components, yes. really. And we did not get on Kickstarter, but they only give it at cons. We missed it at Gen mm-hmm. Con. So we actually looked at going to a small con, I believe in Michigan. North Carolina. North Carolina, yeah. whatever. North, <laughs> North Carolina. And we are looking <laughs> at tickets for a friend to fly up there, go over there and get it. We were going to fly her up Saturday morning. She was going to go to the con. Then she was going to catch the last flight out Saturday night and be back here for Sunday because she had to be back Sunday. Yes. And so that's how much we wanted just a deluxe copy to add (laughs) zero gameplay to it. (laughs) Right? Yes. And then we actually did a a little sob story about how we missed a Gen Con. We ended up getting one. They felt they felt pity on us. They, so they did feel pity on us. Ended up buying yes. buying one from them. But now, yes. I say that to say. So now we have a deluxe copy and a normal copy, uh-huh. 
and we have not gotten rid of either. No, they both did. I can't. I don't want to get rid of either of them. That's yes. how much we love this, this game. This is a great game. I really, I do really like that artwork. It, I feel like it has that like Miami in the fifties kind of street it does. feel to it. Yeah, I really like this game. I love hidden movement. So this is a great game. Heavy gamers need this game. Yep. Mm-hmm. I say medium to heavy gamers. Yeah, medium to heavy. So yes. heavy gamer, I'm thinking like really heavy. Oh, I understand what you thing. mean. But no, yeah. no, 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 no. Medium yeah, to heavy yeah. gamers. Medium to heavy gamers, yes. Okay, I agree. Mm-hmm. All right, so my number one yes. is Camelop. Oh, yeah, good. Can yes. you get Camelop, though? Well, supposedly you can pre-order it. Oh, Camelop okay. 2.0. Okay, now, I'm not talking about off-season. I'm no. talking about the original okay, Camelop. Making sure. And I think Because you want to buy this game. You do. Because yes. if you don't have Camelop or if you have not played Camelop, you need Camelop. You do. It is one of the best experiences that we've had in games. Mm-hmm. Because it, it hits with every single group we've had. We've had... We had one time where there are eight people, I think seven or eight people, however many of the full compliment is but they were people that do not like games they were people that love games people that they're first time gamers and heavy gamers mm-hmm. everyone was standing on their feet rooting those crazy camels those crazy forward. camels yes and it was fan it was awesome wasn't it yeah this yes. is a great game yes this this would be a great game i did not if i had known it was available because i just google it to make sure it, it it's soon to be available so if yeah. i hadn't realized that i would have put this on my list too yeah but i didn't so i didn't put it on there so. that is my mm-hmm. number one if Good you call. and it could be a gift to yourself if you it do not have be. camel up you need to gift it to yourself what's the matter with you <laughs> get camel up oh so i have a question for you what yep. game do you want for christmas camel up you already have it. Oh, I want all my Kickstarters to be delivered. Okay. I want Marvel Zombie Side. Could you go ahead and get me an advanced <laughs> copy of that? Oh, I want that too. Yeah, I wish. Do Where you want to know that? what game I want for Christmas? Oh, no. What game? Is that, is that what you did? Uh-huh. You just asked me <laughs> what I want I so you could quickly lead into what you want for Christmas. I might have done that, yes. It was not as smooth as you no. thought it was. So, um, okay. So, Alex, <laughs> what game would you like for Christmas? Yes, yes. I talked about it yesterday. You talked about it a lot yesterday. I did. Um, oof. I, I have no idea. It's a game I want to Gen Con. Luna Capital. You already no, have it. No, not that one. Which other one? Vagrant Song. Oh, my goodness. Vagrant Song? Yes. You do want Vagrant I Song? I do. I want Vagrant Song for Christmas. All right. Vagrant Song. Yeah. All right. So we will probably be getting Vagrant Song very <laughs> soon and be reviewing it. Yes. Vagrant Song. It's still pre-order though, right? So we'll I have to wait. Yeah. So you've been waiting this entire podcast just to pop off with what you want for Christmas, <laughs> Pretty you? much. But I want to know what you want, too. I have no idea. I have everything I want, honey. <laughs> oh, it's just you. <laughs> Don't you feel bad now? I do. I do feel bad. Oh, um, you, you know when we're done recording, be like, actually, I do want... He'll say something. Yeah. Like, I actually want Descent. Yes, you, you do know, want Descent. I do yes. want... Just because I saw it on the table. Mm-hmm. And I really want Descent. Mm-hmm. It may be unfathomable, but I'm not sure. Yeah. So, jury's out on that one. Okay. So, okay. So, anyway. Well, there you those go. Those are it. So, those are our top 10 games to gift this mm-hmm. season. You're going to have a busy, busy time yes. buying games. So Hopefully that helps, by the way. <laughs> it does help. Yeah. All right. So again, mm-hmm. make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube to watch mm-hmm. our new channels that come out. And we're on Facebook as well. We are. And you can comment on Facebook to let us know or on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you guys like to gift as gamers. Yeah. To gamers, to non-gamers. And we'd love to hear from you guys. I'd at be interested. Sh- Mm-hmm. Show at mainlygames.com. 
So go ahead and message us and like and subscribe. So we will talk to you guys soon and we will see you next week. See you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.